0: Before we get to this week's episode of Business Over a Brew, let me tell you about my friends at Roberts Motors. You know, one of our favorite episodes here on the show was when we had a chance to sit down with Sam and John Roberts. If you haven't had a chance to watch that episode, go back and take a look at it. It's great to see uh, the interaction between not only two business partners, but of course father and son as well. They really epitomize what a local business is all about. Number one, doing business the right way giving back to the community if you have a chance you may not buy a car from there but at least give them the opportunity shop robertsmotors.com you get more at roberts motors ford more selection more value each vehicle they sell comes with the roberts rewards value package which includes oil changes for two years loaner cars car washes, and much more. Get more at Roberts Motors Ford. Check them out at robertsmotors.com. Now enjoy this week's episode of Business Over Brew. Welcome to Business Over Brew. The show where we talk business with some of the Riverbend's most interesting and influential business leaders, all while enjoying a nice brew from the Great River's Tap and Grill inside the best Western Premier Hotel in Alton. Today we'll talk with Jason Bruno, owner of Bruno Construction and Design. Jason is the first ever repeat guest on Business Over a Brew, but we're not here to talk about his company today. We're here to talk about a nonprofit agency called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Jason recently founded the Alton chapter of Sleep in Heavenly Peace, a nonprofit that builds bunk beds for kids that don't have a place to sleep their motto no child sleeps on the floor in our town so let's get to it it's the business over a brew podcast from the great rivers tap and grill inside the best western premier hotel in alton welcome to business over a brew i'm your host nick dar pleased to be joined by our first ever repeat guest on business over brew jason bruno jason thanks for joining us thanks for having me i appreciate it well i I joked that all, all you have to do to be a repeat guest on this show is start a nonprofit because though you are the owner of Bruno Construction, that's not exactly what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about a a new nonprofit that you started, at least a chapter of of that Mm -hmm. nonprofit called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Tell us a little bit about what Sleep in Heavenly Peace is and what it does.
1: Sure. Uh, Sleep in Heavenly Peace, put simply, is we build bunk beds for kids that don't have beds or that are in a condition that could be improved. Um, And so I was able to start a chapter for our Alton area and the Riverbend area of a nationwide organization called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Uh, So I am the chapter president for Sleep in Heavenly Peace, Alton, Illinois chapter.
0: How did, I know this, I like the story of of how you got interested in this. And I know you were doing some work uh, as as the owner of Bruno Construction and kind of saw a need through that avenue.
1: Sure, I feel in uh, at this stage of my life, I'd been searching for something to get involved in. Uh, and also, uh, after being in business for five years, I was looking for something that our company could get involved in that I could share with my employees and do on a regular basis. And so, a couple of years ago, I was doing some inspections for some um, low income housing around the Madison County area. And we were inspecting them for HUD improvements and HUD inspections. And during those inspections of about 300 apartment units, I saw the conditions of a lot of kids uh, that really hit me pretty hard. And so I went home and talked to my wife a lot about it and really wanted to help those kids around Christmas time that I saw that really had nothing but a pile of clothes in the room to sleep in. And so after seeing that, really had a lot of passion and drive to look to help them as best I could.
0: I, I asked you during the, the last episode that, you know, what did your wife say when uh, you, just, you just told her you were opening your own business? And, and she said something that still sticks out to me, that you've never failed at anything before, and she trusted you. So similar re- reaction to this? Uh,
1: I, I think she's got more <laughs> trust after five years of being in business, uh, but she still thinks I'm a little crazy for uh, investing the amount of time that it's going to take to make this successful.
0: Well, I think it's you're going to be rewarded for it in in some way, shape or form. Certainly. I know that's not why you're doing it, but um, so many of us take for granted, I think, to simple everyday things like having a bed. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's probably was eye opening to you to realize that
1: not everybody has that. It it was um, it's 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 something that people don't really think about. That's a problem in your area. It's not discussed or that you would ever really know. Um, but I think the surprise of most chapters that get started is how much need there is in your area. Um, I talked to a lot of chapter presidents in the training and development of our chapter, and they've been doing this for a couple years and they'll still have a hundred applications for beds sitting waiting for beds to be delivered. And that's after they've delivered hundreds of beds over the course of the year.
0: So you've jumped in with both feet, obviously. Um, I know a a big part of it was going to Idaho, I believe, for -hmm. for training. Tell us a little bit about that experience.
1: So the organization started in 2012. Uh, Luke and Heidi Mickelson uh, started this chapter in their garage just as a service project, uh, as they saw a need for a family over a Christmas holiday. Uh, And they started in the Twin Falls, Idaho area. And now, seven years later, um, they are uh, over 200 chapters across the nation that they have started and helped build the system that they need to take it to their town. And so I did the training that's required to start your chapter uh, at their headquarters in Twin Falls, Idaho. And uh, we delivered beds. We made beds. We got everything that we needed to bring it back to our town and help support the mission of no kid sleeps on the floor in our town.
0: And we'll, we'll try to put a link to, to some of the videos that, that you've shared on your Facebook page and on the, the Sleep in Heavenly Peace Facebook page. But man, they just tug at the heartstrings when you see the reaction of uh, these kids getting a bed for maybe the first time in a long time, maybe the first time ever.
1: Definitely. The videos put it uh, in such good perspective of when we're doing a, a build day or we're volunteering, that's a great aspect. But when you get to go on a delivery, and, and you see how a kid reacts just from something as simple as a bed. Uh, it really, really makes you feel like I would do anything for these kids. And um, the seeing that, you know, there's things that we're not thinking of that are a big part of everybody's life that they need.
0: Yeah, I think um, it, it's, it represents certainly a lot more than just uh, pieces of wood and a mattress. And it's like it represents
1: safety for these kids, mm-hmm.
0: a place where they can go maybe their their world around them is in chaos but there is a safe place they can go
1: yeah it's, it's well proven uh in in studies that they've done that somebody who has uh, a good night's sleep uh when they're growing up is going to perform better in school they're going to have a better attitude uh and that safety and security uh of something that you know that they have and they can go to every night and, and know that they've got a place a uh, safe place to sleep
0: so we're you've It's happened pretty fast. Things have happened pretty fast for the chapter. Talk about
1: uh, where it started and where we're at now. Sure. So uh, I started the training was in the end of November Um, before the holidays, Christmas holiday. I wanted to come. I was really motivated, wanted to get back. And before everybody started focusing on Christmas. So I had an informational night in the area at a local restaurant and talked to friends and family to try to start spreading as much awareness as possible about the cause. Uh, and also start the donation process because without donations for a nonprofit, we can't help anybody. Sure. Uh, and so after that, I had 10 of my friends and family come and say, I want to be a bigger part and, be, and join my inner team to help on a regular basis support our cause. Uh, after that, we continued to raise funds and actually did our first build uh, at the end of January um, next to my office where we had 51 volunteers and we ended up building 14 beds in a day.
0: That, that had to be a little bit of a nerve-wracking day for you, I'm sure, as being the first one thing. How is this all going to come together, and uh, what were some of the challenges of that? We'll sure. start with that.
1: But My construction background helped a lot. Sure. Uh, I was never intimidated by how to build the bed. Uh, right. The first video that I watched, how to build the bunk beds, uh, I, I said I could do that. But I've been overwhelmed with the amount of work in um, uh, organizing the volunteers, uh, coordinating the lumber, Mm-hmm. um getting everything ready for that build day it was a lot more than i thought it would be but it doesn't feel like work so right. uh as we train our my inner team uh those builds are going to become easier and easier and uh we'll get better and better at it
0: and having 51 volunteers and and you want to send each of them home with a feeling of i accomplished something today i really helped out that's a little bit challenging to coordinate mm-hmm. i would imagine
1: <laughs> it is but the uh that's one of the uh, other aspects of this cause is, yes, we're, we're supplying bunk beds to kids that need the beds, uh, but the volunteer aspect is so huge mm-hmm. and it's, such, it's a rewarding experience when you get to come to a build day and, and, and sand the lumber and, and, and assemble it on site. And by the end of the day, you see a stack of rough framing lumber turn into a finished bunk bed. Uh, it's very rewarding. And we try to limit to about a three hour period. And that way, people want to come back and and spread the awareness and and really want to get more involved in the cause.
0: How many beds did you build in that
1: that first build? 14 bunk beds. Mm -hmm. So it'll help 28 kids get off the floor.
0: And those are completed, ready to
1: go. So, what's the next step with those? Uh, We we, um, put them into our inventory. Mm -hmm. And then we have an application process that's done through the website, shpbeds.org. So anybody can go apply for a bed that's in need. Uh, The requirements are you have to be between 3 and 17 years old to receive a bed. Uh, Once it goes through our headquarters, through the corporate website, uh, the chapter presidents decide the order in which the beds go out, and we vet each application to make sure it's somebody that's in need. Um, But then after we have the inventory and the stock to go out, we schedule those deliveries uh, based on the applications and try to get them out as quickly as possible to people in need.
0: And it's not just uh, other people can... I guess, is nominate the right
1: word or, mm-hmm. or
0: apply, for uh, a apply for someone yeah. else? Yeah.
1: You don't. Uh, so you can apply for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a very sensitive topic and some people may be too proud. Right. Uh, or a fireman or police officer could go into a situation and he could apply for somebody in need. Uh, I'm also working with local organizations, uh, social workers, so that they know how to apply for people on site. It's a very quick process. It doesn't take a lot of time. There's no economical to, um, criteria right. that you have to meet or fall below to receive a bed. Um, we don't judge the family. Uh, it's all focused on the kids and making sure if they need a bed, we're going to get them one.
0: And it's it's everything. It's the bed. Mm-hmm. It's the mattress. It's the bedding,
1: even. Yeah. And we, and we assemble them on site. Right. Uh, so... Uh, the headboards and the the footboards and the side rails are all independent pieces. Um, We know who we're delivering to. So we try to get the bedding, you know, if it's a five-year-old boy, we try to get the bedding for him that's going to something he would like. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do. We assemble it on site with the mattress, pillows, uh, comforter, and and blankets.
0: And I know you've gotten great support from individuals, also a couple of uh, organizations and companies have really been a big help to you as well.
1: Yeah, you talked about the speed in which all this is happening, and I've been very amazed by that. With Just in a couple months, we've had our first build. Uh, We have funding for another build coming up, and Mm -hmm. we have uh, some local organizations that have already stepped up that I hope to be able to announce very shortly Mm -hmm. that are going to help with a physical location for our our organization to be uh, in a building full-time, setting up a workshop space, uh, storing our inventory, and uh, helping more people.
0: And other organizations have helped up. I know with Lowe's with tools and mm-hmm. Fisher Lumber has been a big help as well.
1: Fisher Lumber has already donated lumber to one of our builds. And uh, Lowe's has continued to give us discounted pricing uh, and helping us on our tool purchases, which was about a fourteen or a, a $4,000 retail purchase just to get the tool um, packaged together for our build days. Uh, and then Lowe's continues to help with any lumber we want to purchase at a discounted rate.
0: So talk about as you mentioned how quickly it, it's happened um, you feel more relaxed or, or more stressed after getting into it a little bit deeper
1: more motivated yeah <clears throat> yeah it's uh, I, I was more nervous to sit here and talk about my company than I am today to talk about this because it's such a great cause that I there's there's a bigger push in my faith that is pushing me to do this mm-hmm. uh, which makes it so much easier and I'm more motivated now to to help and, and take it to the next level. I, I kind of just
0: had, just as a somewhat of an outside observer, um, just feel like it's, there's been, you know, you mentioned your faith that there, every step of the way, there's been, it feels like there's been, you know, guidance
1: there. Sure. Sure. It's no secret. You know what the push is. Right. Um, sure. But there's definitely something when I first saw the need and wanted to just help the one development that, that, that I was in, that would have helped a couple, you know, groups of kids. Uh, and when I called Luke, the uh, the founder, originally, he's a great salesman. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, how can I help these kids? And he said, well, you need to start a chapter. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm not ready to take that on. Right, yeah. And he said, no, you need to I'm start a chapter. Business, I've got kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so that something like that usually would have gone away after a couple months or a couple mm-hmm. weeks and, and lost interest. But something continued to push me. And I kept digging into it and, and never, uh, never let it go.
0: What do you see uh, for the immediate future and maybe for the future three to five years down the
1: road for the chapter? Sure. Our goal this year is to build 200 bunk beds. Uh, And based on what we're already doing in in these first couple months, I think that's very attainable. Uh, I'd like to see sustainability because uh, it's not just something that we can get excited about this summer. Mm -hmm. Build a couple hundred beds and the the need is going to go away. Right. Uh, This is something that will have to be sustained in our area for years to come. I'd like to spread enough awareness to get uh, a number of small businesses that want to sponsor a build once a month so that we have that sustainability and support in the community that we can continue to build beds and get them out to the people that need them every year.
0: I think there was a little bit of a maybe a misconception about uh, doing a build day and and how people can get involved. Businesses can
1: sponsor a build day, but you need individual help as well. Sure. Uh, Anybody can help. So the individual, a family member. An organization, a small business, a corporation—at any level, we can use your help. Uh, So the individual can donate on our website a pillow. Mm -hmm. So if they wanted to donate ten dollars and provide pillows for beds, or they wanted to provide a blanket, we put a monetary value on the bunk beds completely—all mattresses, bedding, and everything included—at three hundred and fifty dollars per bunk. Um, And And so two
0: beds, I think, I remember correctly
1: for a bunk bed. Uh, And so that's one way they can help is the donation. They can also help in the volunteering. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to have closed builds that are sponsored by corporations and businesses, but we're also going to have open build days, and our first one will be in March. Uh, I'll be announcing a date that we have the funding so that we're going to supply all of the lumber for that day and just have an open uh, volunteer day and get as many people as we can in the community to help. Uh, After that, the small businesses and organizations can individually or or group together to support a a sponsored day and so a sponsored day we tried to limit to a minimum of 20 bunks being built Uh, so they would sponsor the monetary donation for supporting that build day and also the volunteer base which would be about 50 plus volunteers to support a 20 day uh, a 20 bunk build day
0: one of the cool things i saw from the pictures of the first build day was um People of all ages and all backgrounds were were there helping out. I know there is a, a minimum age that you have mm-hmm. to be, but it was that was pretty cool part of it. I thought
1: it, it definitely is a twelve year old volunteer that has no construction experience mm-hmm. can help on our build day. Um, there is many of our stations that are set up to build it and do different aspects of the of the beds that they can really help out. And we're going to train them. That's something that our inner team does. Uh, Our inner team is walking around and helping each station and each volunteer be comfortable with something that they've never done before and also enjoying the experience uh, that they're going to help build those beds in that day.
0: Maybe uh, creating a a future president of a chapter in a a neighboring community so you don't have to cover such a big area.
1: (laughs) That is, yeah. We're we're covering a lot of Madison County and Jersey County solely. And my hope is uh, that eventually somebody in the Jersey County area um, would want to start up their own chapter. Uh, I'm concerned that once we start getting the word out and people are aware that we're giving away these beds, mm-hmm. that the need is going to be greater than I can do on my own in one chapter.
0: Right. 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 Uh, If people want more
1: information on how they can help out or volunteer or Mm -hmm. donate, where can they go? The best place to look for the most current information is Facebook. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're taking advantage of the free advertising on Facebook right now and spreading awareness and getting as many friends and family uh, aware of the cause. So our Facebook page is a great place to go. You can search Sleep in Heavenly Peace, Alton, and it should show up. Uh, And also the website, Mm -hmm. shpbeds.org.
0: If there are people out there watching that are not... Digital people or don't want to go to Facebook, is there a phone number <clears throat> or a traditional sure. method they can contact yet?
1: Sure, they can call my office mm-hmm. at 618-433-8811, and I'd be happy to talk to anybody. I'll meet with any individual or groups uh, to spread awareness on the cause.
0: Great, great. Well, Jason, thanks so much for, for joining us, being the first ever repeat guest on Business Over Brew. I know that's an honor that you'll really uh, is. wear with pride. I'm going to get a shirt uh, made. Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Only repeat guest. Uh, Jason Bruno, owner of Bruno Construction, and maybe even more importantly, president of the Alton chapter of Sleep and Heavenly Peace. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate thanks, it. Nick.
1: Appreciate it.